in-depth and God-filled conversations with some of the brightest names in contemporary Christian music and worship. This is The Artist Interview with Gordon T. And welcome to this week's episode of The Artist Interview. I'm your host, Gordon T, and it's my absolute privilege and pleasure to bring to you amazing artists in the world of contemporary Christian music and worship. And I tell you what, we have got a couple of guys with us this week who I've been really looking forward to bringing on the show. They have absolutely torn it up the charts here in the UK. And you know what? They've got some absolutely fantastic music as well as great stories. So before we meet them, let's hear this first track from them. You're going to, I'm sure if you're a regular listener, you're going to know this track. It is Hallelujah Feeling by Caleb and John. was Hallelujah Feeling. Hey guys, how you doing? Hey, how's it going? What's up? <laughs> Welcome to the show. So I've got to say, your debut single, and to come out with a single like Hallelujah Feeling, absolutely awesome reception to it. Uh, and I know that it's done very well in the States as well as uh, doing well here in the UK. What do you think about it? How do you feel? I mean, I will say personally, it's just been absolutely incredible. Uh, I mean, for me, I, I, I've been wanting to, to make Christian music since I was 12 years old. That's always been a dream of mine. And just even to have met John and to have started this crazy thing and to see what God has done with this song and how many people it's been able to just reach and encourage with the joy of the Lord. I mean, for me, it's, it's just been really incredible. Yeah, I know for me too, like it's been the craziest experience. Like Caleb and I met a little over maybe a year and a half ago now and um, just to see God yeah. fling open doors for us. And, um, you know, we were just out on tour recently and we definitely, I think I can speak for the both of us and say that we've been so blessed by this entire experience. So we better find out, I guess, a little bit about your past history. So maybe Caleb, you'd like to tell us a bit about growing up. Did you, did you grow up with music in the church or what's your background? Yeah. So I'm a pastor's kid. Uh, so my dad has been pastoring just as long as, as long as I've been alive. Uh, and so I was raised in the church. Uh, I was really the only thing we listened to was Christian music growing up. Uh, and I really didn't, didn't have that much exposure to non-Christian music up until college really. And so it really is just instilled, um, just instilled just a reverence for the word of God as being told through song and through story. Um, and so I just developed a love for it when I was young and, you know, and of course, you know, got into listening to, to secular music in college as well, which is awesome. But I still always have that man. And I just really want to make music that glorifies uh, Jesus, you know, was saved at a young age, accepted Jesus into my heart when I was four years old and, and uh, never looked back. Wow. Okay. That's, that's pretty cool. Uh, you mentioned not getting into or not listening to much secular music till you got to, to college. So what was that, is that 18, 19, something like that? About 18. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And what was your favorite secular band at that point? Oh man. Well, okay. So it's, <laughs> I like to call them the gateway drug cold play, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> so, oh, so much, so much, you know, Christian music 
as a maybe a similar tone to Coldplay. So I kind of started with them because that was the safe option. And then, man, I just really got into bands like Charlie Puth, uh, Laney as well, and, and John Mayer as well. Just incredible, some incredible influences. Cool. Okay. Okay. So, 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 but, but still a fairly healthy background, I feel it sounds like. So, so, John, did you have a similar, I would say, Christian upbringing that was all fairly straightforward and easy? Not at all. Uh, so, I mean, so we were, um, my family, we were Christians, but it was more of just like uh, a cultural, like we'd go to church on a Sunday and then the rest of the, the week was kind of whatever we wanted. And um, so, yeah, I mean, Christian music, though, definitely changed my life. And part of my story is that, so I have five sisters um, and one of the five sisters that I always used to butt heads with, <laughs> um, she sent me a song. And I saw it was a Christian song and I, I thought, this is not for me. And so I didn't, I didn't listen to it. Um, and, you know, I think it was about six months later, I come across this song on, you know, just on my own. Uh, and I, cause we, she's the only other musical person in my family. So I sent it back to her cause we would always send music back and forth. Uh, and I sent it, I sent it to her. I was like, Oh, you got to check out this song. And she said, John, I sent you that song like six months ago. I can't believe you're just getting around to it. Um, but we had this whole moment because I was, I was living my life just very, uh, just however I wanted to. And I was, I was going down a bunch of bad paths and that whole thing. Just, just the song was reckless love by uh, Corey. Wow. Asbury. Yeah. Yeah. I, it just completely changed the way that I thought of God's love for us and completely changed the way that I, you know, thought of the way that I was living. And so um, that started me down a track of, uh, you know, just, uh, just figuring things out and figuring out, you know, my faith in Christ and figuring out the gospel really. And um, so, yeah. And uh, I think a year or two earlier or probably two years earlier, I had started getting into music. And then from there it was like, okay, I'm going to go the Christian route. And uh so yeah, that's how that's how I wound up where I am now. <laughs> so so when when was it then that you listened to Reckless Love? How many years ago? So uh, I was, I think I was eighteen. Um, so it would have been five years ago now. Okay, which is so you're twenty three. I did the maths. So <laughs> yes, it's, <laughs> it's, it's so not very long ago though. Think about the song being that old because it it still seems pretty fresh to me. So. Yeah, yeah. See, I, 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 when you said that, I was a bit surprised. I was going, "Is it that old?" I didn't know. I thought <laughs> I thought it was much less than that. But but maybe maybe it took a little while to 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 peak. I, I'm not sure because it's one of those songs that definitely seems to last a long while. So, okay. So so the two of you then you you you're going after Jesus. Are you in the same part of the country? Do you happen to meet? down at a coffee shop what, what how on earth did you get together yeah so it was it's actually it's a really cool story and just really just a mutual friend um had introduced us and had, had spoken to me beforehand and and said hey uh you know i know that so john and i both did kind of some solo artist stuff just putting out music independently as solo artists before we met and our friend said hey i know you've been do, kind of do, trying to do the solo thing a little bit but i really think you should meet my friend John, he's an awesome guy, strong believer, uh, and I really think that you guys might be able to make some cool music together. Um, so we uh, we met up at a uh, at a breakfast spot called Puppy Muffin on uh, Tax Day here in America, uh, April fifteenth uh, of twenty twenty two, and we just hit it off. We're like, hey, well, we really like each other as people. Maybe we could try to make something work musically. And so the next couple of days, we just went into my studio at home and just locked ourselves in for a couple of days and. 
and uh, maybe we can make something of this. And we came out of that knowing like, hey, I think this is something, there's something that God really wants to do here. So let's try, let's try it, let's do it. That's cool. So musically, are you, are you quite similar, would you say, or do you come from different angles at things? Probably a little different, I'd say. I think uh, Caleb is more of the, uh, the pop route uh, or, you know, more like a Jordan Feliz type sound. And I think I'm a lot more rootsy, acoustic kind of sound. So I, the, I mean, the music that I fell in love with while I was like learning music was more folky, you know, that kind of rootsy kind of stuff. So. All right then. So let's pretend that Caleb and John never met, but you could work with any artist. I don't want to bust you up. I do apologize. But, but anybody who, who, who would you actually in that universe where you guys aren't doing as well as you are, who, who would you work with? Kill, what do you think? John, he can't be better than me, oh. whoever you choose. Uh, I'm, okay, kidding, okay, I'm, okay. Kidding, I'm kidding. Um, All right, give me a second. Man, let's see. I, man, I'm a, I'm, I'm definitely a big Jordan Felice fan. So I think I would, I would definitely love to, to make some music with him. Uh, he's got a cooler, he, he can rock a hat way better than I can. So I just, I think it'd be a good pairing. Uh, seems, seems like a fair pick. I think, I think that, that could be fun. I know. Yeah. That's, well, that's why I was like, okay, go we'll on, John. It, it. You, you've had extra time think, to think about it, buddy. Okay. So the We the Kingdom guys are, to me, they have just this level of fearlessness that they just, you know, just as far as like sonically, they just throw in whatever they, they, um, they can, you know, whatever they think sounds good. And I just think I admire their music so much and their writing and all of it. So probably like Ed Cash and those guys, I would want to work with them at some point. Okay. So... I'm going to score the what you've just done there according to who was right. Um, Caleb, not bad. I'm going to give you a 7 out of 10 for that. So that wasn't bad at all. But, Let's go! But John, as you chose We The Kingdom, which is unashamedly my favourite band, you actually get 10 out of 10. So, um, but 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 in, in fairness, you've got to choose the style oh, and the man. things you want to do, but just happen to hit on the jackpot there. So, yeah. um, okay. Uh, and, and they've been on the show and they are really lovely people as well. So fantastic music. I feel like I already got to work with We The Kingdom because I actually interned for Ed and Scott back when I was in college. So and oh. actually what's crazy is I actually was played in a band for a little while that opened for their first concert ever. Mm -hmm. Oh, come on. That's awesome. <laughs> so kind of my claim to fame here. Yeah. And, 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 and we hit upon it almost by accident, but just also say what's really good is, is that you, you still chose someone else. You still went the pop route. You didn't just go, well, I'm, I'm mates with Ed. So I'm going to say, I like the fact it just came out naturally in conversation as well. So, it's a cool it's a cool claim to fame i have no claims to fame as cool as that one so there there you go it's it's, it's a good thing hey neither do i man neither do so, i <laughs> so but but may, maybe maybe as you know them maybe you could um arrange to do a christmas song together you never know that'd be fun or with the or with the changes in their lineup john there might there might be an opening you never know I don't know if I can live up to Frank. Yeah, that would be crazy. So, so who came up with the idea for the song Hallelujah Feeling? I think that was, I think, so we were we were writing with our friends at that point. And so I think one of them came up, they were like, we got to write a song called Hallelujah Feeling. And um, it was and it was weird because I remember I was going through a lot. Like I did not want to write about whatever a hallelujah feeling was, but it was very like, I've heard a lot of people talk about how, you know, writing a song is like therapy. 
Um, and that for me, like, I feel like God used that session just to remind me that, you know, like the verse talks about some days I'll climb the mountain, some days I touch the clouds, some days my best friend has been the cold, hard ground. Um, and that was like, that was how I was feeling. I was like, today I'm touching the cold, hard ground. And it's just the worst thing in the world. But I was just reminded that, you know, through the gospel and through what Christ did for us, we can always have that, that joy, you know? Um, but yeah, I think it was one of our friends that originally came up with the idea of a holiday feeling. So yeah, oh. now that you mentioned, I think that is right. Yeah. Mm. Cred- credit to them then. Okay. But, but a fabulous song. What, what does hallelujah actually mean? So I will say, so in terms of when, when they, when they said we want to write a song called hallelujah feeling, I was like, okay, we have to define that because it's a cool phrase or whatever, but what does that, act, what does it mean for us? Right. So I, and kind of the, the heartbeat of the song that we found was uh, Romans 15, 13, right. It says may now may the God of hope bring you the joy and peace that comes from believing so that by the power of the Holy spirit, you might abound at hope. So, um, so we're like, okay, I think, that hallelujah feeling is right because serving God is more about just feelings, right? But a hallelujah feeling means something that is directed above. And so really the joy and peace, not about circumstances, but it, that actually comes from believing and is by the power of the Holy spirit is what we would call the hallelujah feeling. And so once we kind of got that definition down, we're like, okay, now we can really embody this. Now we can take this on as our, as our own and actually sing about this to people and say, there is a joy. There is a peace that you can have in Jesus. That to me sounds like an awesome response to it, to where it came from for you guys. And uh, and definitely the song really does just shout it out, which is fabulous. So the process then, you've, you've met, you've been and sat in your studio, you've done a bit of writing, hallelujah feeling. Did you then demo that to somebody? How did, how did it come about that Caleb and John, who sat in the studio together for a couple of days and some writers wrote some bits and it started working, how comes you're now on a record label? How did that all open up for you? So that's, I mean, we, that whole thing, like when I, I think I said, like God just flung open doors for us. Like we met and then decided we were going to do this. And then like two months later, we had a record deal. And then like, I'm maybe, sorry. For, you know what I thought you said? I thought you said you met, decided to do it. And two months later, you had a record deal. But I can't have possibly heard that because normally when I'm talking to people, they go, after about 10 years of hard slog, <laughs> suddenly, no, <laughs> two months, two that's, months. That's that's, what, I mean, so the fact it was two months and maybe give or take a few days, but generally speaking, it was like just about two months. Um, and then after that, we, I think it was, I think we wrote, uh, I think we wrote somebody like me first and that was maybe a month after that. And then a month after, or maybe a month or two months after that, it was holiday feeling. And then, you know, we got other songs, but it was like very quick where we got the record deal. And then I know a lot of artists, like they get the record deal and they're like, okay, we got to get the song and it's gotta be, you know, it's gotta be a really good song for to put it, you know, pitch it out to people. And it was like, we met, and then we got the record deal and then we got the song and then we're like, okay, like <laughs> here we go. And and I, I will say that like, uh, I, you know, you, you hear this like, oh, we've been working at it for 10 years. I think that John and I have been working at it for a really long time separately. And I, you know, I think that really when we met each other, it was almost like a, there was something that we were working towards where in, and the, the sparks just kind of, you know, like the, the fire caught, you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. we, we went to, we went to someone that we knew who was a manager to other to other artists as well. And we're like, hey, do you think we could maybe get, you know, like 
maybe this could be something. And so he said, well, let me talk to my friends at this record label. He got us in for a meeting. We came in, we played for one meeting and they said, yeah, we want to work with you. I mean, we think this could be really cool. And so here we are. So it's just wow. absolutely wild. So who, who who is the manager? So our manager, our current manager is Ron Smith. Uh, so he manages another band called Kane. Um, who's just an awesome Christian band. We love them. Uh, and yeah. So. And, and which record label are you on? We're on Fair Trade. Fair yes. Trade. The wonderful Fair Trade, which uh, home to many excellent artists that we often have on the show. So you mentioned that you'd worked um, with, we, we, not with We The Kingdom, well, you opened We The Kingdom. So you're working with Ed, though, as an intern. How did even that come about, Caleb? So I'm from Rhode Island, uh, which is the small state in America um, originally. And so uh, I decided to move to Nashville to go to, to, go to college. Um, I always knew that. I'm like, well, I want, if I want to do music, I, I've heard Nashville's the place. So uh, I went down there to go to, to college. And um, over the course of working at that college, I had just met you know some people who were saying, hey, we're looking for interns for different companies. And uh, they recommended that I work with uh, that I work with Ed and Scott. And so I found myself at their studio walking in being like, oh, my gosh, these are the le- these guys are legendary. Um, and I'm just really excited just to be able to learn from them. And I did. I learned a lot. From so that. so is it an, an unpaid internship? I don't know how internships work in the States. Um, is that normal? Yeah. So uh-huh. so I did two unpaid internships. That was one of them. And so if. There's a rule in the States where if uh, you can either do an internship for pay or for college credit, but you can't do it for both and you can't do it for neither. So you have to be getting compensated in some way. And so for me, that was college credit. Um, so I did the one internship with Ed and then I did an internship with Centricity, actually, who um, had just signed Jordan Fleece when I was interning for them. So I actually got to work with Jordan as well, kind of as he before the river hit and he became huge and famous. So so, so actually, when I gave you seven out of ten, I now feel I was very rude. I apologize. I'm going to up that to eight out of ten. So... <laughs> anyway. a 7.5 i'll take 7.5 okay. so so uh you you learned lows during the internship that that's actually what what do you what were you actually doing in that time then yeah so uh during my internship with them i was really just working in production so i mean i was i was getting the studio ready for artists and clients to come in um i was doing some editing on the back end so when you record something and then you need to add, go in and edit the audio a little bit i was helping them out with that um and then of course you know your basic intern stuff i was just going and getting a little coffee and getting a little lunch for, the, for them and you know that sort of thing so uh, and but just really just kind of anything that they needed doing i mean it could be file transfers it could be really just just whatever it's something that would be a blessing to them as they're a blessing to to other artists wow okay that, that to me does sound like a genuinely really good opportunity though because you will certainly lo- learn loads and loads and, and what about you john uh, so how did you get into the christian music scene because you said you obviously in, god impacted you and then because you're loving music you segued that direction but it's one of those things that many people want to segue into so how did it open up yeah so i uh, i'm trying to think i i guess i converted i turned my life around uh i started leading worship at the church i was at um and kind of you know i started out with i wasn't very good uh so i started out with just like the youth and then kind of worked my way up um it's like kind of this thing where it's like you start out with the high schoolers and then you go to leading college and then you'll lead in like the the services um and so i i did that uh i you know, I started playing for Katie Nicole, um, and I think 
my actually my friend from that church that I was leading worship at, uh, he introduced me to one of Caleb's friends, and then that's how we ended up meeting. And so, but yeah, it was, um, yeah, it would. I'm I don't have as many years as Caleb does in uh, <laughs> the professional music scene, but uh, yeah, no, it was uh, it was more so like I was just leading worship, and you know, I uh, played backup for Katie Nicole. But other than that, it was that was just me kind of sitting by myself writing Christian songs and trying to do it that way. I suppose you better find out. You, you can both sing, obviously. Instrument-wise, what instruments do you play? Oh man, well, Caleb, yeah, yeah. So uh, I know for for me, um, so I play uh, piano and guitar. And that's what I've played professionally for other artists because that's a big part of our story is that we were what are called side guys in the industry or backup musicians for other artists. Um, so you know, I, so John, who, who have you wait, so who have you played for then? Yeah, so John played for Katie and Nicole all last year. I played with Katie for, for a few shows, um, but I've I've uh, played with uh, in country music. Uh, Sam Hunts. So I've played with him for quite a while. Uh, and then I've also played for uh, the guy that we just opened for, Micah Tyler. I've, I've actually played for Kane. Uh, and that was how I met their manager, who became our manager. Um, and uh, let's see, who else? Uh, Rebecca St. James, if you know that name. and uh, Yeah, we know Rebecca. She's been yeah, on the show. Fact, yes. I, met, I met her not, not that long ago. Oh, really? So she's, she's lovely. Just awesome. Just an, an incredible, incredible person. Uh, Ann Wilson as well. And so a couple yeah. others as well. So just... It's just been fun, man. It's just been fun getting the opportunity to play for a lot of different artists. And and I will say, like, all, all of those experiences, like, we've really learned a lot, you know, between me and John. So it's, it's you know, when we, we just finished our first tour, we uh, opened up for Micah Tyler, uh, which is awesome. And, I mean, really, it, it just felt like it felt new because it was our first time doing it as artists. But it, at the same time, it felt familiar. And we actually kind of caught our stride pretty easily because we'd had that experience. So, And that was just, that's just a blessing to have that we had the opportunity to do that. So. Brilliant the way it all came together at just the right moment. So we've got another track to play from you. Um, what's the track called? And tell us all about it. Yeah, so this one is called Somebody Like Me. Uh, and so this is one of the first few songs that John and I wrote together. Um, and, you know, I think that it just it really plays into who we are, because the really the big part of who we are is that we are two guys. And, and as you can tell from our story, that we, we come from different backgrounds. Right. I was saved at a young age. John found Jesus earlier in life. Um, but regardless, God is the same and God's grace is the same and God's love is the same. And he shows it to everybody, everybody who calls on his name. Right. That's that's what the word says is whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And, and so whether it's somebody like me, somebody like you, you come as you are and you leave brand new. Somebody like me, somebody like you You come as you are and you leave brand new If you're feeling broken, running out of hope Then just look how his love set free Somebody like me Somebody like me And that was somebody like me by caleb and john and i'm so pleased the guys are with us for the arts institute thanks for all you've shared already uh, john if you'll be happy to pray for listeners that'd be really appreciated yeah definitely yeah well dear god um i just thank you for this time that we've had together uh thank you for gordon and everything that um, he does over on his end god i pray that this interview and um just these songs 
Uh, I pray that they would just touch the hearts of the people, especially this last one, God. I know um, my story, I just felt unworthy. and I, I didn't feel good enough. But God, I know that if you change me, you can change whoever is listening. Um, you didn't come for the healthy, you came for the sick, God. And so we pray that um, through this interview and through these songs being played, I pray that you remind people that they're they're not too far gone. No matter what they've done, no matter what they come from, they're not too far gone. And then, God, I pray that you would just give them joy. Um, just, I mean, thinking about the song Hallelujah Feeling, I pray that you would give them joy and remind them what you did on the cross all those years ago and just how sweet of a thing that is and how powerful of a thing that is. God, I pray that um, we would be reminded of that. I pray that you would just give us hope and give us joy from that hope. Um, and God, I pray again, if there's anyone listening who is just unsure, I pray that you would just put yourself in, in wherever they are. God, remind them how loved they are by you. God, we pray that you would just bless the rest of our days. Pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, John. Guys, you know what a journey you've been on and amazing. I have such success already. Uh, and looking forward to, to all the things that God has ahead for you. So what do you think the next sort of 12 months has in store? What's the plan? Uh, yeah, so we're, I mean, we're just excited coming off our, our first tour ever. Um, so we've really just, you know, kind of decided that like, let's hit the road. Let's actually, you know, kind of, we've taken these songs we've written and like, let's get them in front of people and just sing about the hope of Jesus. So uh, we've got some, we got some shows coming up. We're going to be playing a good bit of the next 12 months. Um, and then I think at some point this winter, probably early spring, John and I will be back in the studio, uh, maybe working on some stuff because we, we put out four songs so far. Um, and, uh, you know, I think that we want to just keep going in and keep making new music and keep recording them and work our way up to a, to a full album. So, okay, you're doing, you're doing an album, uh, only because some people these days seem like, oh, do, do I need to worry about doing albums? It's a streaming world. It's very different. But an album is on your heart. So that, that sounds, yes. sounds good to me. Uh, talking of albums, okay, of the artists that you've worked with, whose album have you played the most? Uh, what do you think, John? Like, okay, are you saying play the most as in like just listening to it? Yeah. I, I will say Katie has this one song called Jesus Changed My Life. It's such a good song. And it was, it was like our opener. I've listened to that song so many times. It's so good. <laughs> I feel like it's a little underrated, but yeah. You, you know what, you know what's good about that is, is you said you listened to it loads of times and you're like, it's so good. Cause sometimes you can listen to a song loads and loads of times and you go, that song was so good, but now I've burnt it out. But, <laughs> but that song, you're right, is it is a great song, and it, uh, oh, I, I, I'm, I think um, that's a good pick. Um, what, what about you, Caleb? I mean, so for me, I would say oof, we played Sam Hunt songs a lot, and we played Kane songs a lot. My wife and I, my wife and I, Morgan, uh, we just had celebrated a two year anniversary the other day. Oh, congratulations, Morgan! Oh, thank you, thank you, and, so and, much. and you as well, Caleb. So <laughs> that's right. Well, she got, uh, I got the better end of the deal. She's, I married <laughs> up for sure. Um, but uh, you know, we just we're we're both big Kane fans. She's actually traveled on the road with Kane, um, doing the social media content for them. Uh, and then, uh, I mean, we just we love Sam as well. We love him as a person and as a songwriter. So we uh, we we bump both of their songs pretty often. Cool. Uh, so I suppose you as it's been two years you better tell us a story of, of how you met morgan okay it's a long story but i will give you the short version um so i so there is a an incredible christian artist named hannah kerr i don't know if you know who she is yeah, she's been uh, on the show. but yes she's awesome she's awesome and so her her uh husband 
um, Jason is my best friend. We were best men at each other's weddings. Like we were just very close. Um, and so one day during the coronavirus pandemic, uh, when, you know, we were shut down here in the States and, you know, everyone just watching church online. Um, I got a text from Jason, Hannah's husband one morning that said, Hey, Hannah thinks that your future wife is on our church live stream right now. And I had never met her. And I had, and I was like, what? And so I, you know, I went on and looked at the, looked at the live stream. I saw her, I was like, she's beautiful. I, I would be down. I'd, I've never met her before. <laughs> I had no idea who she was. And to this, to this day, Hannah will tell you, because she doesn't say things like that. You know, she doesn't just say like, that's your future wife. She said, I knew as sure as I'm standing here talking to you now that that was your future wife. She told me that after we got married. Um, and she's like, I don't know, the Holy Spirit told me or something like that. But uh, so that is that is how we met. So a few months later, um, because I've been trying to get figure out a way to like get to know her and get to meet her and talk to her. Uh, a few months later, one of our worship leader friends um, was like, you know what? I'm just going to message her on Instagram for you and say, hey, I want to set you up with Caleb. Uh, and I was just the piano player at church at that time. I want to set you up with Caleb, the piano player at church at that. Uh, and so she messaged her and got her number. And then I called her and asked her out the next day. <laughs> wow. I love that story. That is so, so cool. What, a, what an amazing thing to be watching the live stream and go, oh, oh, I better tell him now that's the person he's going to marry. Uh, that, that is a a bonkersly good story. So, um, so God does do things like that. I, I like it. So, um, That's so, right. so good. You, and you said you married up, but obviously God was arranging it. So oh, arranged marriage. Yeah. Can't complain about that. Yeah. So um, not in this case marriage, anyway. My God. Yes. So, um, so John, I have no idea what your status is. Are you, are you, are you single currently or you're married as well? Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> how long, how long have you married? Uh, almost a year. So not, not that long, but yeah, we met not, that is a, an incredible story. That's the only time I've ever heard of something like that happening. But my wife and I met at actually um, that church I was talking about leading worship at. Um, we met at the college ministry over there. So, well, okay, oh, that's nice. That's a bit. That's a bit. That's a bit in a more normal way to meet. I, yes, <laughs> I, I've got to say I, I have had some success in matchmaking. I was once on a mission team out in Cyprus. I don't know if you know where Cyprus is, but it's in the Mediterranean. It's quite a long yeah. way from 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 the UK, um, and I was there. And we met somebody on the streets and I said to her, you've got to meet my friend who lives in Nottingham in the UK. She, because God was doing great stuff with her, she came back to the Lord at, at, when, we, when we met her on the streets. And then she did meet my friend in Nottingham and they are now married and live in Australia. So that's, that's a good one. Wow. So I've, but I, ha I have several, I, I have several like that. I'm not, gonna, I'm not, I can't go into more details because I haven't got time, but it's, Come on. But, it's <laughs> but it is great the way that sometimes God just hooks up those extra connections to bring someone together. But Caleb, your one is, your one is a special one. That's great. So, okay. Um, but congratulations both of you for, for having found the women of your dreams. So, but also looking at the two of you, uh, I, not you aren't, I'm not meaning this, but, it's a bit like a marriage. You're working relationship, though, isn't it? You got true. you got different strengths, different weaknesses. What's been what's been the thing that you most admire in each other? Yeah, I mean, I so whenever so whenever ask people ask me and John, how long have you been together? I say we're just friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. My favorite thing about John is John is a very genuine and sincere man. Um, he just he will 
he just has a heart for people and he will look in, into a situation and take someone, you know, and even, and he treats everybody, he treats everybody equally, whether it's like on this tour we've been on, whether it was the bus driver or whether it was Micah Tyler or whether it was just, you know, someone we were talking to while we were signing at, at, at our, you know, at our merch table or whatever, just John cares about people and he's very genuine about that. That's my favorite thing about it. That's the lovely thing. Good spot. Okay, John, what about you for Caleb? Man, I'm blushing. That was so sweet. Uh, man, I'll tell you what. Caleb has been – I remember before I met Caleb, I was praying for uh, just friends who were, you know, around my age that, you know, that were better than me at music. And God definitely gave me that in Caleb. Uh, but I think, you know, Caleb has just been – like the older brother that I know. I mean, I have five sisters. I have no brothers at all. So uh, Caleb has been like the brother that I never had. Um, and I'll tell you what, something I admire, probably the thing I admire most about him is just, he is a man of conviction. Um, and I mean, he's in the country world a lot with, you know, playing for Sam Hunt and stuff. Um, but he, man, just the way that he's such a light to, to the, you know, those people out there, because, I mean, a lot of those people, they may know of Jesus, but they don't know Jesus. And um, I think I just admire that so much. And he doesn't, he's unwavering in his convictions and, and in his love for Christ. So I i admire that so much in him. That's lovely. It's, it's nice to see you smiling as well. It's like, you know, that's great. So, and um, <laughs> just, just for the listeners, maybe in the UK who aren't as familiar with country music, Sam Hunt is a huge big name. He's got like I don't know, eight million followers on Spotify. He's like big, big, big name in 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 the music scene for for um, country music. Probably not a genre that is as popular in the UK. But <laughs> but this stage, this show goes out worldwide, so other people might go. Sam Hunt, that is pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. So. <laughs> it's country but from it's country but from a different country yes that's right so absolutely so um yeah we do have something called country dancing in the uk but it's a totally different thing so um it's I'll have to look it yeah, up. Yeah, it's, 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 not, it's not as much fun as line dancing, in my humble opinion. I, I could be wrong. People probably disagree. So I don't want to start like a, 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 a war on social media about which is better. I've no, I have no idea. So, okay. So what are the things that Jesus is working on you? And he's always stretching us, always wanting us to, to grow. What, what are the things that he's talking to you about? Mm. I can go first for this one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, man... I, we said that we did like a, um, like a meet and greet thing, I guess the other day. And someone asked, uh, what our favorite verse was. And mine, mine has been the verse that I've just been, I guess, uh, just sitting on and like meditating on recently. It's been Proverbs three, five, that trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding in all your ways, acknowledge him and he'll make your path straight. And it's, man, it's such a weird thing, you know, with, you know, I think there's just so much going on in our lives right now that it's, it can be so easy to, you know, just freak out about whatever and be like, oh man, I have no idea what's going on. I don't know how this is going to end, but oh my goodness, like that's been something where I'm like, I have to trust the Lord in this. I have like, my faith is going to look like me releasing whatever emotions, whatever feelings I have about this. Not that I can't feel that, but I can feel it and I can give it to God and trust that he's going to work it out. And so that's what I've been having to sit on lately. For me, I mean, it's really, I would say 
I just, you know, I like kind of what you said earlier, like there's like oh, 10 years of working hard behind the scenes. I think that for a lot of my life, God has kind of, you know, helped me work through uh, walking in the waiting, you know, and being being steadfast when the thing that the Lord has kind of showed in my heart as to what he's called me to do hasn't taken shape yet. And so now that John and I, I mean, just by the grace of God, we've been doing very well. Like our songs are actually, you know, going up the charts and stuff like that. I think, I think now he's teaching me how do you steward what you have well in what the world would call success, right? Um, and you know, how what does it mean to be a good husband during this time and make space for her? What does it mean to steward this gift of music well? What does it mean to steward my own faith well? And you know, and it's it's a it's a Oh, excuse me. It's a learning process, you know, and it's something that um, God is continually teaching me and showing me. And here's how you still make space for what's important during business, you know, and during during success. And so that's what I say. When I talk to artists who've been on the road for a while, they'll always have stories, two types of stories that I'll be interested to hear now. One is stories of someone who's come and talked about how, how a song has really touched them. And the other will be a story of where things have gone totally pear-shaped do you say pear-shaped in america pete tong wrong you don't you don't but but you understand what i mean yeah you guess you say things have gone pear-shaped or things have gone pete tong uh so when things have not gone to plan at all and you go oh no what's going to happen and hopefully god steps in and, and change things around and it works out okay or it's a learning experience but let's start with feedback from people who've been impacted by your music is there is there i know it's not been that long but has there been some stories that people have shared about the way your music has touched them yeah we, we've actually had someone who um you know it, we, we've heard stories like this on the road as well but someone who actually just wrote into our website and said hey uh this song has been just something that has helped us get through you know uh my cancer you know and like as we've been driving to chemo appointments like we've been just blasting your song and like just saying that we can have joy and peace during this incredibly hard time in our lives and i mean that's just it's it's so encouraging to hear that because when you're writing a song in a studio you have no idea that god will use that to, to to help someone who has cancer just kind of get through and keep their head up and keep their eyes on jesus um and so that I, that's a standout to me as far as you know what we've heard um and so um, I think her name was maybe Sue. So Sue, if you hear this, you are awesome. We love you. Well, you know what we should do? Um, I think it would be great right now, if, if you're happy to, Caleb, why don't you pray for Sue and the listeners? We can all join in praying for her right now. And of course, if listeners, you've got friends, relations, other people who are going on this journey um, with cancer, uh, we can pray for all of them as well. So include them in your prayers. So, so go ahead, Caleb. Yes, absolutely. God. I just I pray for everyone listening right now who is battling uh, with cancer or any kind of just a health thing. God, you are you are amazing and you are incredible and you are a kind and gracious God. And I pray that you would I pray that you would just meet people where they are at right now and that your spirit would just cover them. Lord, would you cover them with the joy and peace that comes just from you, God? And would you give them that peace right where they are? And Lord, I even pray for healing, God. I pray that if you would be able to, I pray that you would heal just anyone who's listening who is struggling with cancer, God. I pray that you would work in their lives by the blood of your son and by the power of your, your Holy Spirit. God, I pray that you would move in these people's lives. I pray for Sue specifically that 
that you would just be with her in this time, in this chemo journey, and God, that you would just remind her that you are greater than all of it, and you are working behind the scenes, even when we don't understand it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank, thank you, Caleb. Well, that certainly is a story and a half to, to have somebody who has been blessed by your music in the middle of things being really hard. How about the other end of things? Is, is there a story for you guys from being on the road where things didn't go right? <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking about. Um, yeah, man, we, so we, our last two shows were in Texas. We played, uh, I think it was one on Saturday. And then we went to a church on Sunday to play the, a show that night. Um, and so we rolled up to the show. We had like flights to get to that part of Texas that morning. So we rolled up to the show. It was pretty, it was later in the day um, just because we had to travel there. Um, so we get there. Um, and we were setting up, but it was, it was later, you know, because again, we had to travel. So set everything up, uh, Micah Tyler's who we were with. So he gets his sound check. Um, they have like a lot more, they have a longer show and they have a lot more pieces to put together. So they get their sound check and they get everything working for their show. Um, and we start our sound check and nothing is going right and we have a, um, a shortened amount of time as it is um so nothing is going right like this amp that um, the church kindly provided us was not working um there's a few things with our in-ears that weren't working so it's a, a prank camp they thought it'd be good to test you yeah oh man no the we uh you ever hear where it's like oh if you pray for patience the lord's gonna <laughs> put you in a situation where you need patience that was uh <laughs> Yeah, so we were just, you know, I, I think I'm, I'm super proud of, of Caleb, and I think, I think we both did a good job of, you know, staying, uh, just keeping our head in the right spot, you know, because I think it'd be easy to, uh, you know, <laughs> get rolled down, and because after that we we're like we still had no idea what was going on, so the show came around and nothing was working during the show, so we basically had like an acoustic performance um wow yeah <laughs> oh yeah it was rough it was rough the, the piano the piano stopped working um our uh, our track our, one of our computers that was doing you know do important in the show stopped working uh so we didn't have that uh we we couldn't john and i couldn't hear each other hear uh, our, in, our, in our monitors and <laughs> <laughs> we're like you you know what? We're just going to keep on going because the show must go on and the Lord's still going to be glorified. Wow. Okay. But but it was okay in the end? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We, it it worked out. It worked yeah, out. Yeah, we, we got off. We prayed and we, uh, you know, we we kept on going. We met a bunch of people and they that whole, everyone there was so sweet and very patient with us. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, it worked out. It worked out. Yeah, I mean, we've we've had a few people when they've had shows that just haven't worked out at all. So, um, so the fact that you're able to do it was still was still pretty good. So that's that's not a bad outcome overall. In fact, I would say Micah Tyler. I wonder if he is the warmest, most friendly Texan in the world. I don't know how he compares to other Texans, but I tell you what, he is so sweet and so kind. So, um, so lovely person to work with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Texans are warm and friendly in general, but I think Micah just <laughs> takes it to the utmost level. And he is just, and I will say he is, he is extremely kind on tour. Like he is very, you know, ministry. Like we, we 
you know, kind of meet all, all of us, you know, us and him and the band, everyone meets before the, before the show. And we just talk about what God's doing in our lives and, you know, that sort of thing. And so he's just, he's awesome and very genuine. And it was an honor to be out with him. Honestly. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a lovely thing to say about him. Uh, I'm glad, I'm glad you like him. If he said something horrible, I, I would obviously have to just cancel the show entirely. Um, but <laughs> so, okay. You, you guys like to travel though, I guess, hearing about the fact tour, tour is something you're looking forward to doing. Is it too early to say, why don't you come to the UK? Not at all. Not too early at all. Yeah. We could be there by next week. <laughs> oh, there you go. Open, open to it. So uh, I don't think either of us have ever been to Europe. Uh, and so we, we would absolutely love to come. Is, is, this, is this your first European interview? Mm-hmm. It is. Oh, yeah. I, I, I apologize on behalf of all the other European stations and shows that haven't yet invited you to come to the UK or other parts of Europe, because it is a place where God's doing some amazing stuff. We would definitely give you a warm welcome. So um, so you just oh, need to find, um, find, find the reason to make it work. So uh, it would be it would be fun, but don't come right now because it's just raining all the time. You have to wait till it's a bit warmer. <laughs> OK, OK, so. John, John, you mentioned uh, your favorite Bible verse. Uh, Caleb, just to ask a Bible question for you, what's your favorite Bible story and why? Oh, man. Okay. So I, it's hard to pick a favorite, um, but I have been digging in. Uh, recently, well, I recently dug into um, s- some facets of the story of Caleb in the Bible because, you know, that's, I'm Caleb and that's kind of my namesake. And I've, I've known about Caleb for, for a while, but um just i i ran into just some things about that story that were just really so cool to me and just him it the bible says that that caleb followed the lord wholeheartedly um and and just that he was one of the only ones that says go out and take the land you know um and that that phrase take the land has kind of been stuck stuck in my head for a while um just because you know music is scary like you know making a making a uh uh, a living off of music is all is scary because there are ups and downs and you know all stuff and there's you know but we you know I, I'm just trusting that the Lord is gonna go before us and He's gonna take the land and He's going to not not just be before us but He's gonna walk beside us and walk behind us um, you know kind of watching our backs uh, and so I just it's been really cool just to dig into how He followed the Lord wholeheartedly and then really take that on as my namesake. We're like, hey, I need to be following the Lord wholeheartedly and just and doing this and chasing after what what the doors that God's opened up for us. So brilliant and. I think the first person to ever choose that passage. So there we go. Yeah, really? yeah. And, but it's a, it's a cracking one to have chosen. So that's good. We have got time for one more track from you. So uh, what's the track called? Tell us all about it. Yeah, man. Well, uh, when Caleb and I first met up, you know, we met at this, uh, this breakfast shop called Puffy Muffin. But then the next two days, we just sat in a studio, tried to find our sound. Um, but we also had to talk about, you know, what what is our ministry going to be about, you know? And at the end of these two days, we sat down and we said, okay, we, if we, if there's anything that we're going to talk about, if there's anything worth talking about, it's about Jesus Christ. It's about what he's done for us. It's about the hope that we have in him. It's about the joy that we can have from that. Um, and it's, you know, we want to tell, we want to tell people about that. And so, you know, Caleb and I have had a chance to play, in some really cool places with other artists and we've you know even in our own our own careers we've gotten the chance to do some really cool stuff um but this next song 
is just kind of talking about how, hey, you can have everything, but everything means absolutely nothing if you're missing Jesus. Like a song without a rhythm, like a heart without a beat. What's a man without a mission? It's like a car without a key. Don't want to be so caught up in the good that I leave the best behind. It's funny how you can be so wrong while you're trying to get it right. It might be time to change the things I'm chasing after. I don't want to gain the world and lose what matters. Cause this life ain't really living if this life's the And that was Missing Jesus by Caleb and John. I'm so grateful the guys made time for us today to be with us on the artist interview. What lovely blokes and wonderful music. And there are many other artists and interviews and music for you to enjoy. Just uh, search up the artist interview on your favorite podcast platform. It's the one with the red logo. I'm your host, Gordon T, and I look forward to being with you on the next episode. God bless you. You've been listening to The Artist Interview, a Hope FM podcast. Find us at hopefm.com forward slash The Artist Interview.